3: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month.
1: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez
3: ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
4: You turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98. seven and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk.
5: Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Biden and Trump win the Michigan primary. We have the story.
2: Firefighters battle wildfires across Kansas. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A Wichita man has been sentenced for stealing a car with children inside. I'm
5: Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. The Wichita City Council discussed several topics at Tuesday's workshop. A look at that meeting is coming up. President Biden and former President Donald Trump won their respective primary elections in Michigan. Trump talked by phone to supporters at a Republican watch party in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We're going to make America great again, greater than ever before. And I just want to thank everybody. You've been incredible. And I'm so proud of the results because they're far greater than anticipated. Finishing a distant second to Trump, former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley says she's not ready to throw in the towel.
0: You know, at first they were like, oh, she wants vice president. I think I've pretty much proven that that's not the case. And then they said, oh, but it's about her political future. If it was about my political future, I would have been out a long time ago like the rest of the fellas.
2: President Biden and the top congressional leaders are signaling optimism that a partial government shutdown can be avoided this week. But other spending issues are up in the air. There is agreement on the need to pass a spending bill to prevent some government agencies from closing Friday. But the president says
1: that's not all Congress must do.
5: The consequences of inaction every day in Ukraine are
1: dire. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's passage of a foreign aid bill is up to House Speaker Mike Johnson.
4: We made it clear to him we can't tarry where the war could be lost.
2: Johnson says House Republicans are considering the best way to approve Ukraine aid, but made clear the first priority must be border security.
1: It is a catastrophe, and it must stop. President
2: Biden travels to the border town of Brownsville, Texas, tomorrow. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News.
5: Windy conditions causing hazardous fire conditions across several states. Fire crews battling a grass fire in the 23,000 block of Prairie Creek Road close to Derby. Tuesday, crews from Douglas, Mulvane, and Rose Hill assisted in battling that blaze. Around 30 acres of pasture burning in Reno County, west of Pretty Prairie. Reno County Task Force was assisted by crews from three additional fire districts. There were no injuries, no damage to structures reported. Uh, A fire in uh, in East Seward County damaged five homes. Two firefighters hospitalized there with minor injuries. That was Monday.
2: Fire crews found five residential structures fully involved a Wichita man pleading guilty to charges of stealing a car with children inside in 2022. 32-year-old Tyler Kirkhart was handed an 83-month prison sentence for aggravated endangering a child and felony theft. Previous parole violations were added to bring the total to nearly seven years. Police said that a 26-year-old woman was putting air into a tire at a quick trip near 31st to South Seneca when Kirkhart got into her vehicle and drove off with her three-year-old daughter and infant son in their car seats. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council had a workshop yesterday discussing several topics.
5: The council discussed their state and federal legislative agendas, including issues like homelessness and passenger rail service. The city hopes to receive $2.4 million in federal funding for improvements at Kellogg and Eisenhower Parkway. The council also learned about the positive economic impact
1: of the city's cultural arts. Randy Cohen with Americans for the Arts told the council. Arts and culture, $184.7 million industry right here in Wichita. This is not statewide. This is your Wichita number. The arts also supported over 2,900 jobs
5: locally in a wide range of industries. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The power was disconnected again Tuesday at Wichita's town West Square. At least part of it after the owners, Cohan Retail Investment Group, had fallen delinquent on the electricity bill. Stephanie Merritt is a founder and executive director of ICT Food Rescue based in town West Square. She was at Wichita City Hall Tuesday discussing ARPA funding for her organization received from the city. She explained the impact for her business and the power cut.
3: If it does not, we will lose um, five freezer fulls like the one that you saw that are simply meals that we could have served our community. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it.
5: Evergy said the larger stores at the mall have separate accounts that are in good standing, and the lights were still on. So this is the fourth time Town West has had power disconnected since last September. Power was restored later Tuesday. 7.05, now five minutes past 7 o'clock with Stephen
2: Ted. Big upset in basketball in Lawrence last night. We'll talk about that coming up in sports.
5: Hamas says it will not soften its demands for a pause in the war with Israel. That story and more coming up. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Winter is more than half over. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, seven oh eight now eight minutes. Make it nine minutes past seven o'clock and. Uh, With some breaking news, Pope Francis has been hospitalized in Italy, Rome. He's got some flu symptoms, and he is in the hospital now. The spring severe weather season is here, and that means testing the tornado sirens across Sedgwick County every Monday at noon. County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News it's a matter of being prepared.
4: You've got to make sure these things are, are working appropriately, and there's a misunderstanding around tornado sirens. That is not meant to to alert people that are indoors. That is meant as an outdoor alert system for people that are outdoors.
2: Beatty commented during his weekly chat with Stephen 10 in the morning on KNSS. Hamas says it won't soften its demands for a pause in the war with Israel.
3: After optimism from President Biden, caution from the two warring parties. President Biden said he hoped Israel and Hamas would agree to a new pause in the fighting by the start of next week. Comments the Israelis privately say came as a surprise. And Hamas, which has the text of Israel's latest offer, insists it's not interested in giving up its demand that Israel ends the war completely. The proposal is a 40-day truce during which Hamas would release 40 hostages and Israel 400 Palestinian prisoners. A surge of much-needed aid would also be allowed into Gaza. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
5: The U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments over a federal rule aimed at banning bump stocks for semi-automatic rifles.
1: A Trump administration-era rule by the ATF deemed bump stocks to be classified as machine guns and therefore illegal for most U.S. citizens to buy or own. A bump stock is an accessory attached to a semi-automatic rifle that focuses the firearm's recoil to make the firearm move around the pulled trigger, allowing for faster successive firing. Firearms instructor Michael Cargill sued after surrendering his bump stocks, saying if Congress wanted to ban the devices, they should have passed a law like they did in the 1980s regarding automatic rifles. The case now goes before the U.S. Supreme Court today. Eben Brown, Fox News.
2: A county in Iowa pays a heavy price for a phishing email scam.
4: Officials in Dubuque County in eastern Iowa are trying to track
5: down over $524,000. They believe the money was stolen when an employee transferred it in response to a fake email message that appeared to be from the city of Dyersville. The county auditor learned the money was missing when Dyersville officials asked about the status of the transfer after the county had already made it. The auditor says it's been
4: determined the city's email system was compromised with the invoice for the payment orchestrated by a third party. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KSS News Time. Uh-oh. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oops. KSS News Time now Seven eleven, eleven 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Right now in traffic, uh, things are. Well, looking pretty good. We do have some areas where the traffic volumes are picking up. Really, not seeing it slowing things down too badly, though. Just remember, it's quite a bit colder this time today than it was yesterday. So that's a traffic condition you'll have to be ready for. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
5: The KSN StormTracker 3 forecast now with Kansas Today Meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Good morning, Stephen Ted. How you guys doing? Good. I got one word for you today. Brr. How about that?
4: That's a lot of words.
5: No, it's just one. B R R R R.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of letters. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, a lot of letters. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely a colder start to the day. You know, uh, Steve, Ted, I can't help but think, you know, yes, we've had some uh, warm days lately, but I, I can't help but think, you know, those cold cranking apps in some of our cars out there. That's why you got to get those batteries checked regularly. You know, winter not done just yet. Uh, I believe the official start of spring. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's uh, March 19th. You guys can go ahead and look that up while I give everybody else the forecast. Partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies. Still breezy out there, but those winds not going to be as gusty as yesterday. We'll have a a 10 to 20 mile an hour wind gradually switch back out of the south. And by the time we get into the afternoon, not going to be as breezy either. So basically those winds just continuing to relax, lighten up, hopefully even turning calm at times uh, by later on this evening. Partly cloudy skies tonight. After we see a high of 47 degrees, a lot cooler today, cooler than days past. We'll uh, dip back down below freezing to a low of 27 degrees, partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow and with those winds switching back out of the south it's going to be a gusty day with winds at 15 to 30 miles an hour we'll also have a 20 percent chance of rain but despite that chance of seeing a couple of passing showers any moisture that we're able to receive likely not going to help with our fire concerns. so all we need to do is get back to warm windy days and we'll likely be back to high fire danger as well definitely something that you'll continue to hear us talk about and that we need to continue to be mindful of as well by Friday, it looks like any rain that we see Thursday uh, quickly moving back out, getting pulled off to our east. Dry, sunny start to our weekend. Uh, 64 degrees for a high, just continuing to warm back up. Upper 70s over the weekend. So right back to those spring-like high temperatures with more sunshine. 20% chance of a shower or storm come late Sunday as another cold front rolls through. This is what's going to take us from 78 on Sunday down to 56 on Monday. Just hitting the reset button on our temperatures. And then we'll just slowly but surely kind of warm back up from there. Back up to 60 degrees Tuesday and about a week from now, next Wednesday, 64 degrees. Right now we're at 17 with a north breeze at 18 miles an hour gusting up to 32 again not going to be like that all day just going to take a little bit more time for those winds to continue to calm down barely any cloud cover out there skies have cleared out quite a bit and it wouldn't be so noticeable uh, the,
5: the chill except that we've had about two weeks of uh san diego type weather here in kansas
4: Yep, breaking the record high yesterday, yeah. eighty degrees, and now we're down to seventeen. But <laughs> you know, uh, with us getting closer to spring, Steve Ted, uh, this goes for Jad as well. Let's remember that you know, springtime—it's a season of change—and that's exactly what we're going through. All these different changes. All right, thank you.
5: Appreciate that. Uh, that is head in mind. Storm Tracker three forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist and meteorologist and philosopher Ronell Williams. Uh, clouds, wind, and cooler temperatures across central Kansas Tuesday. As you heard, the temperature 80 was a, was a record for the day. We had a wind gust at uh, Eisenhower Airport, 51 miles per hour for a wind gust yesterday. That is from the uh, north. That was quite a wind gust. All right, today is the 28th day of uh, February 2024. Usually this would be the last day of February, but every four years we have leap year. Yes, got to add a squeeze a day get, in there. Yeah. To make the calendar come out, mm-hmm. right, you know. So tomorrow is leap day, uh, 29th. Uh, let's see. On this date, in 1993, a gun battle erupted at a religious compound near Waco, Texas, when Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms agents tried to arrest Branch Davidian leader David Koresh on weapons charges. Four agents and six Davidians were killed as a 51-day standoff began. This was the beginning of the standoff with a gun battle. 1993. Hmm. Birthdays today. One of my favorites, Bernadette Peters, is having a birthday seventy six years old uh she has two Tony Awards and a ton of TV and film credits love her uh, one of her films a silent movie and she she was the girlfriend in the jerk mm-hmm. which that's I think is the first time I noticed uh Bernadette Peters but she's yeah she's she been was a, on the Carol Burnett show yeah. semi-regularly she was uh, apparently did a lot of work on Broadway. She has got two Tonys
2: mm-hmm. saw her perform live
5: at the Orpheum theater oh you did yeah I did not know that. All right, 7-17, uh, Steve with Head of the Morning here on KNSS. And it is, again, time for sports here with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away.
2: That's Shocker basketball tonight on the road, Wichita State, heading down to Birmingham to take on UAB, the fourth-place team in the conference. Shockers have only been there once. That was 41 years ago. Aubrey Whoa. Sherrod was the big star for the Shockers in that win. Shockers have never lost to the Blazers, 4-0. Did he go,
5: to, he go to heights? hmm
2: Aubrey, that's what I thought. Yep. Left-handed, right? Yep. Pretty good shooter. Real good. Sweetest shots you'll ever see. Oh, yeah. Aubrey Sherrod. Shockers and UAB tonight, and Shocker head coach Paul Mills says, here's the deal. UAB wants you to foul them. Two quick fouls on your big, and you know, you you may have to, you kind of got to make a decision. Uh, Do you bring somebody else in, um, or do you try to go smaller uh, and just, you know, double team the post and, and try to get them out that way, but... Uh, It it will be. It'll be a physical game, and they want it to be that way. They want to get primarily uh, their their points from the free throw line. Shocks have lost nine straight road games. Wichita State is a a seven-and-a-half-point underdog going into this one tonight on the road. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole begin their pregame coverage at 6 o'clock this evening. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock, and you can listen to the Shocks on the road on 103.7 KEYN. The Wichita State women are home tonight at Coke Arena, 6 o'clock tip-off, hosting SMU, the annual Play for for K pink game for breast cancer awareness. Shocker women home tonight at Coke Arena. Last night up in Lawrence, 7th-ranked Kansas hosting BYU, and a shocking result. KU had a 12-point lead in the second half, and they let it get away, losing to BYU, 76-68. First loss at home this season for the Jayhawks. They had won 19 straight home games, one of the longest streaks in the nation. But they oh. didn't win last night. Wow! Jayhawks miss a dozen free throws, and how about uh, three pointers? This was the difference. BYU made 13 threes. KU only made three. There you go. BYU making its first visit to Lawrence in 52 years, and comes out with an upset win. Jayhawks now 21 and seven on the season. They're tied for third place in the Big 12 Conference. Juco men's basketball tonight at the Power Plant in El Dorado. It's 19th-ranked Butler Community College hosting Pratt. Butler has won six straight on home court at the Power Plant, 22-5 and five overall. Dennis Higgins has live coverage of the Grizzlies at 7.15 this evening. Listen live on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. This afternoon on KFH, we have Shocker Baseball. Wichita State heading down to Tulsa for a matchup with Oral Roberts. That'll end seven straight games to begin the season away from Wichita for the Shocks. Wichita State lost all three against the Golden Eagles last season. Shocks are three and three currently this season. At Oral Roberts this afternoon, Shane Dennis and Denning Gehrig will have the call at 2.45 this afternoon. For baseball on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. College women's basketball, the KCAC tournament getting underway today with quarterfinals action. Friends University with a home game. The Friends ladies hosting Bethany at 7 o'clock tonight. It's been a great season for the Friends women. They are 22-6. They have won seven straight home games trying to get another one tonight to move on in the KCAC tournament. And we have high school basketball all over the state with sub-state action going on. In Class 5A boys tonight, Goddard is on the road at Hayes. Both teams with winning records in Class 4A boys' action tonight. Rose Hill at Concordia, both teams with winning records. And Wellington is on the road at Mulvane. Mulvane is 14-6, Wellington 12-8. That's another great sub-state semifinal matchup there. As in all these games, of course, season's on the line. The loser is eliminated, and the winner moves on in high school basketball tonight. That's sports with Steve and Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. How to lessen.
5: Seasonal allergies—that's on the way. Steve is hit in the morning here on
4: KNSS, a nationally recognized Marconi Awarded radio show. This is Stephen Ted on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.
5: Steve back in touch. Ted Woodward here on this Wednesday morning. Seventeen degrees with a wind chill of zero. President Biden's son heads to Capitol Hill again
4: today. Hunter Biden may be the biggest witness House Republicans have brought in for a deposition since the beginning of the impeachment inquiry into President Biden. The committees leading the investigation are trying to learn if President Biden ever benefited from and was influenced by his son's business deals. South Carolina Congressman Russell Fry says he wants to learn the structure of Hunter's business ventures. Who was part of those business entities?
2: Uh, what role did Joe Biden play in in these?
4: President Biden's brother James denied during his deposition the president ever benefited from any of the family's work. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News.
2: Massive wildfires in the Texas panhandle. Fox weather's Kiana Lewis tells us more.
1: When we have those higher wind gusts, we have those warmer temperatures, certainly abnormal for the month of February and winter in general. In the state of Texas, we're likely going to continue to see that fire concern start to boost. When we look at some of the other fires across the state of Texas, especially in the Panhandle, there's about four of them. And looking at these acres, I mean, these acres burn starting to really increase.
2: Four major wildfires have consumed nearly 300,000 acres in the Texas Panhandle.
5: Court documents say the man accused of firing the first shots at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl Bowl rally told authorities he felt threatened, he felt threatened. While a second man said he pulled the trigger because someone was shooting at him. Experts say even though the shooting left one bystander dead and roughly two dozen injured, 23-year-old Lindell Mays and 18-year-old Dominic Miller might have good cases for self-defense through the state's Stand Your Ground law. While earlier laws allowed people to use force to protect themselves in their homes, Stand Your Ground provides even broader self-defense rights regardless
2: of the location. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News working with the Kansas legislature is important for county government.
1: It's legislative session. Uh, they're, what they've, uh, they've reached what's called turnaround, so they're on the second half of their legislative
2: session and At the county, we do a lot of work in regards to advocating for specific bills. There are some bills we're playing defense against to make sure that our constituents in Sedgwick County,
4: that their interests are being represented and our legislators know how that impacts our community in particular.
2: Beatty commented during his weekly chat with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. More NATO
5: allies have rejected the idea of sending troops to Ukraine after Russia warned of direct conflict
3: if they do. Clear irritation among the allies at comments from the French president. Emmanuel Macron said sending Western troops to Ukraine is not off the table, an attempt, we're told, to create strategic ambiguity and stimulate debate. But here's the list of countries saying it's just not going to happen. The United States, the UK, Italy, Spain, Poland and the Czech Republic, plus Germany, whose leader, Chancellor Olaf Scholz, felt he had to post a social media rebuttal in English as well as in German just to get the message across. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
5: Washington state appears to set to raise the minimum
4: age to legally marry. The bill now sits on Democratic Governor Jay Inslee's desk that would make it illegal for anyone younger than 18 years old to marry. Currently, parents must consent for 17-year-olds to wed. Those younger than 17 must have a judge's permission. Raising the age was unanimously passed in the State House. Only one of 49 state senators voted against it. Governor Inslee is expected to sign the measure, making Washington the 11th state to make 18 the legal minimum marrying age. Gernal Scott, Fox News.
5: And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The blast of Arctic air that followed this frontal boundary
1: yesterday sent wind chills into the single digits here this morning. We expect to be sunny with temperatures in the upper 30s by noontime, 44 later on this afternoon. Clear tonight, Telo 28. It'll be mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow with a high 53. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
5: Now we have a few clouds and 17 degrees north wind gusting to 29 miles per hour at Wichita Severe Weather Station. 98.7 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. 7.33 now, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, worker layoffs have been an unfortunate trend in 2024. And even the U.S. Army is getting involved. The Army is cutting its size by 5%, about 24,000 people. As part of a restructuring, it says will leave it better prepared for future wars. So Most of the cuts will be posts that are not currently filled. So that's a cut, I guess. It's a cut of the position that's funded. The Army also plans to add 7,500 troops for critical missions and several new task forces. So they're laying off people at the Army, but some of these are people that don't exist. They're just jobs that are closing. And they're hiring, well, you know, you got to hire the effective people. you got to put the, the square pegs in the square holes. And uh, that's... True of any Yeah, yeah. Any that's what concern. every organization is trying organ- to do. You bet. Yep. Any organization. All right, the CEO of Kellogg's is uh, catching heat okay, for saying you could save a lot of money by feeding your kids cereal for dinner. People have been learning, uh, have been tearing into him on social media after he said it on oh, CNBC. Why? Of course he's going to
2: say something like that.
5: He's not wrong. A bowl of cereal yeah. can cost less than a buck. Mm-hmm. Take him to McDonald's and see what the difference is. Especially if you skip the Kelloggs and go to generic, you can save any more, even more. So obviously things like uh, Fruit Loops and Apple Jacks aren't exactly health foods. But um, uh, I don't think he ever claimed they were. He didn't. He just said you could save money. Have you ever eaten a bowl of cereal as a snack? Of course. I think it was a great snack in the evening. It's not, very, not fattening or anything, and it's good for you. That's a great, to, great time for me.
2: Well, Do you have a favorite cereal when you were growing up, other than Frankenberries? I, I probably like <laughs> other than what? Frankenberries. Frankenberries. Nah, no, I didn't like that. <laughs> no, no, too uh, candy-like. Yeah, I liked a lot of the cereals, but I think Captain Crunch was always Captain near the top Crunch? of my list.
5: I liked the 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 wheats, uh, the checks, and the wheats. You know those ones that look like a little bale of hay? <laughs> what was that called? Anyway, uh, yeah, I liked those and. Uh, not much for Cheerios,
2: just trying to think here. but uh, Oh, I mean, I grew up in the 70s. I was big into Honeycomb and uh, Apple Jacks and Fruit Loops, uh, Cocoa Pebbles, Cocoa Krispies. Mm, that all sounds like... I've t- got a box of Cocoa Pebbles at home right, right? now.
5: <laughs> well, Cocoa Pebbles. All right. What are they, chocolate or something? Or? Well, yeah. Oh, I, I've never even tried them, so I don't know. We have a generation gap here on, on breakfast cereals. Hmm. The one thing I didn't care for, I've never cared for oatmeal. My wife loves it, but I've never really gotten gotten the oatmeal bug. Hmm. Well, if you had enough half and half and brown sugar, it's great. Yeah, anything's good. (laughs) Have you ever avoided going out because you didn't want to deal with parking? Yeah. Most Americans say yes. Seventy-five percent of us have
2: skipped a social event because we knew parking would be a hassle. Although in this town, that's not much of a problem. Yeah, We're pretty spread out. There's usually a big parking lot somewhere nearby any
5: place. Most Americans agree city centers tend to be the hardest places to find a spot, obviously. 88% try to avoid paying for parking. We'll drive around for an average of 10 minutes. This is an average looking for an open spot that's free. 57% have also used... Once again, not a Wichita problem. 50% have also used public transportation or Uber to avoid dealing with parking. Young people are more likely to go that route. Yeah, that's just one way to do it. I uh, am not one to – I don't like to search for parking or park in the street. But, uh, you know, it, it was, it, some, this was something that I thought was really nice. When uh, the Rolling Stones came to town about 2008, they had a concert at Cessna Stadium. Uh, I, I wasn't going to go, but Shelly said, yeah, we've got to go. We got a couple of tickets for the radio station. Mm-hmm. Of course, I thought, oh, gosh, where am I going to park? Well, that was solved. There was a, there was the whole. There was a package where you ate it at a nice downtown restaurant, and then everybody got on a bus, and the bus took you there and brought you back. So it was no hassle. That it was it made it, it. made it a much more enjoyable evening for me. I didn't have to look for a parking spot. Yeah. Have you ever? You've been in a uh, in a parking lot in Wichita where people you see people driving around looking to get just a little bit closer. Uh, I'm not that story. person.
2: Uh, I'm not either. I, I'm a little impatient. With people like that, and by the time I park fifty feet further than that car, I'm in the building, and they're still driving around looking for a spot.
5: Yeah, and sometimes I, I don't want to. I don't know how to put this, but sometimes the person who does that when they get out of the car—if you notice—they're probably somebody who needs to walk a little bit, just for their <laughs> for health concerns. Oh, well, there's that.
2: All right, just talking about uh, these. Well, five. yeah, when you mentioned the shuttle, I mean, the when uh, when Wichita State men's basketball is going well and it's sold out, a lot of you know, bars do that. They'll say, "Hey, come here and we'll shuttle you in and shuttle you
5: back after the game." Great idea cuz you go back there, maybe have a beer or something afterwards. It's a mm-hmm. great idea.
1: Yeah, I remember when uh remember when the arena was new and people were still all up in arms about where everyone was going to park and there was all these the, these issues. They used to run buses between Lawrence Dumont mm-hmm. Stadium's parking and uh the arena. Uh they, they you know, they were just school buses, but they'd run buses between there. I used that a couple of times, but it turns out it was just never really necessary. There's plenty of parking down right. there, so it just wasn't wasn't really ever a problem. Uh,
5: my late brother lived uh, for years in San Francisco. Now and, that's that's uh, challenging. Now that that's a challenging there was place. Absolutely nothing, nowhere to park. Yeah, by by design, because they didn't want the cars coming down. Right. He took the BART, uh, which he said he could take it just about everywhere. It was cheap or almost free, but uh, the VART being like a subway-type deal. So, At any rate, we're talking about uh, wildfires this morning. Got them going, several of them going in the state, around this part of the the state. And also, Texas hit, uh, you heard our report from Fox a while ago. Got four big ones going and burned up 300,000 acres uh, down in the panhandle of Texas. There's a big one going in western Oklahoma as well, so... Um, the wind's going to blow a while, and uh, that's going to be the case here for a couple of days, I guess. Jad, what do you got there?
1: And speaking of wildfires, wildfire. I just heard a report about a wildfire, or at least a brush fire, uh, 2700 block of South Broadway, which is uh Broadway south of Pawnee, uh, kind of near a bridge there. Mm-hmm. Report there of a brush fire. So all right, might see some traffic slowing down around that. Uh, so be careful today. You know, if you're smoking,
5: keep the, you know, Keep put the butts out in the car, I guess. But uh, I don't know how they, we don't know how these fires got started, but something happened, and now we've got some people running out. And some of these the fires here, it's, it's like the one down near Derby. take like, like three fire departments coming in to help out with that one. So Yeesh. yeah, you pretty much got to surround them and out you know outgun them to keep them from spreading. So there you go. Firefighters are working a little bit overtime right now. Steve, it's ten in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, We've got see coming up we've got the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Yes. And we are gonna talk a little bit more. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that power shut off again at Wichita's town West Square.
2: Yeah. Talk about it every two months. Every two months, there it
5: is. Somebody ought to pay the bill. That's coming up, Stephen Ten in the morning here on KNSS.
3: You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
5: Stevens into the morning. KNSS seven forty six here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Electric power shut off for non-payment at several Town West Square stores again. Let the power's back on now. Two. A windy day brings several more wildfires to central Kansas. Wildfires also burning in Oklahoma and in the Texas Panhandle. 1. President Biden and Donald Trump are winners in the Michigan primary. 3
1: big things Stephen Ted on KNSS. Very heavy traffic right now northbound on I-235 approaching the uh, north junction and the road construction there and that backup goes all the way back to uh, right around where K96 joins with I-235, so a uh, pretty, pretty long stretch of some really heavy traffic there. It's also going to affect you if you're trying to uh, exit southbound from I-135 over to K96. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Traffic is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now with two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care.
5: Sunny, breezy, and cooler today with a high of 44 degrees. After yesterday's record-breaking high of 80, mostly clear and cool tonight, the overnight low 28. Thursday, mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Tomorrow's high up to 52 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 17 degrees, north wind gusting to 29 miles per hour, giving us a wind chill of zero. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With the change in seasons coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jacks is open Tuesday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium, at the clock tower in Delano. Stephen said in the morning, let's take a look at what happened on Wall Street yesterday.
4: It was a mixed finish for the major averages as investors digested another crop of earnings reports and await data on the Fed's preferred inflation measure. Utilities and tech were among the gainers while energy and healthcare lagged. Shares of Norwegian cruise line sailed higher. The cruise operator posted a wider than expected fourth quarter loss, but its upbeat outlook set the stock up 20%. Constellation Energy stock rose over 16% as investors shrugged off a quarterly loss and focused on strong guidance and a dividend. Boost. The Dow winners Home Depot, Apple, and Disney. The Dow decliners United Health Group, Amgen, and McDonald's. The Dow falling 97 points. The Nasdaq up 59. s&p 500 up 9. Hillary Barski, Fox News.
5: Starbucks and the union organizing its U.S. workers say they have agreed to begin talks with the aim of reaching labor agreements. The announcement was a breakthrough for the two sides, which have been at odds since Workers United first organized baristas. At a Starbucks store in Buffalo, New York in late 2021, workers have uh, voted to unionize at more than 370 company-owned Starbucks stores in the U.S., but none of those stores has reached a labor agreement with the company.
2: And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Town West Square's power shutoff saga logging another chapter. Many of the West Wichita mall's tenants lost electricity yesterday morning because the property owner, New York-based Cohen Retail Investment Group, not paying its electric bill on time, according to Evergy. Electricity did return later in the day, but it did mark the second time in a month and the fourth time in the last six months that a power disconnection took place at Town West. Following a deal to sell its current Wichita
5: headquarters to Sedgwick County, a long-running local business is poised to move to one of the area's fastest-growing suburbs. Walton's, Inc., a meat processing equipment and supply company plans to build a new 100,000 square foot headquarters within Bel Air's Sunflower Commerce Park. President and CEO Brett Walton confirmed this week the move will allow Walton's, founded in 1986, to nearly double its footprint from its current location on North Comatera.
2: The Wichita Business Journal has a new reporter in the newsroom, Shahir Navid, a graduate last year of St. John's College in Santa Fe, New Mexico. He started Monday. Naveed will predominantly cover land development, housing, and workforce in the outer areas of Wichita. That's a new beat for the Wichita Business Journal. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal.
5: Price increases for cars and trucks in the United States, which helped fuel inflation for nearly three years, are slowing and, in some cases, falling, helping cool overall inflation and giving frustrated Americans more hope of finding an affordable vehicle. They're still pretty expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. Behind the price slowdown is a vastly expanded number of vehicles on dealer lots after years of severe shortages. With more autos available, the pressures that had sent prices surging have eased, though inventories are still well below the levels that prevailed during the uh, before the pandemic. The rising availability suggests that 2024 will be the most affordable year of the past five in which to buy a car or truck. A lot of people hold it off because, yeah. It's a major investment anymore. Sure today. is a major investment. To get a new car today, you could spend what I, the amount I paid for my house. Of course,
2: that was a long time ago,
5: <laughs> many years ago. Let's see. Uh, but, I can't
2: uh, afford a new car. Uh, I could in 2001 when I bought one new.
5: Yep, you can't buy new now. Well, yeah, maybe the price will drop to like 8 bucks and you can get one. How about that? <laughs> All right. Uh, today is uh, National Public Sleeping Day. This is encouraging people to take a midday nap right where you are. A day for anyone and everyone. Take, take a nap on a blanket at the beach. Oh, yeah, that's good today. I might during this segment. At the park, in a movie theater, or in a bus train, or subway, or any other public place that may work for you. Ever fallen asleep during a film, a movie, Ted? no. I've t- I can remember two at least, and Shelley says. If I'm more. paying
2: that money to go, to- I'm staying awake.
5: You know that movie that I'm was invested. kind of a Woody Allen movie. It started with a Z several years ago. It was just it was a black and white. and It was just kind of goofy and well, Zelig. Zelig. Yeah, yeah. Zelig. I fell asleep in that. I like that movie. Also, that one with. Uh, um, I know you didn't care for Meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black. I think you oh. fell asleep during that one. Man, all of a sudden, I'm this elbow hits me in the side because. <laughs> Not only was I in the third row sleeping, I was sawing logs and snoring like a freight train.
2: And the wife, well, the that's the way it and goes.
5: wife hit me and woke me up. So, at any rate. Well, I, I mean,
2: the theater, I mean, it's dark. It's, it's, all, dark. it's dark already. Yeah. It's nice. You and have you might have some popcorn in your belly. popcorn.
5: Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not off.
2: All the inducements are there. Well, and Meet Joe Black was not a rip-roaring. <laughs> it was pretty slow-paced. Uh, one
5: of the slow, worst, worst movies I've ever seen. Uh, other places falling asleep in public, I, uh, I've been spending some time in in, uh, in waiting rooms at uh, where my wife's getting some physical therapy. Well, yeah. And you sit there for
2: an hour and, uh, and that elevator music you know, starts I'm kicking there, in. I'm
5: there in the afternoon. And I can see that. Soon, <laughs> It's become a bit of a joke. That
2: time of the day, too, you oh, I start had to, to lose
5: energy. Uh, in latter years of working in radio, when I was a department head, I had to go to a meeting once a week. Of department heads. Right. And for some people, that was the only thing they had to do all uh-huh. day. Yeah, so they were up for it. So you, on the there, other hand. And they were ready to talk. And talk. And <sighs>
2: talk. And I would sleep.
5: Yeah. Well, soon, that you know, we'd get up early. You know, my eyes would droop and I'd go to sleep. Yes, you're on a
2: different uh, bio clock than a lot of those
5: people. Yeah, we had uh, one uh, general manager had one of those uh, smart, those, those softy balls, you know, a stretch ball. Mm-hmm little like it was a globe or something. Right. And he hit me in the middle of the forehead with oh, one of that one. Oh, not very nice. Yeah. But it was laughable. It was a, it was a fun occasion. Uh, National Public Sleeping Day. Celebrate. But, you know, maybe not while you're driving. That probably wouldn't be a good no, one. No, don't do that. Yeah. All right. Steve Ten Ted in the morning here on KNSS. What, what huh? Yeah. Well, oh. Yeah. Right. Wake up. We just woke up Jad. Yeah, Jad had a nice little oh, yeah. siesta yeah, there he was,
2: during that bit.
5: Because that riveting information we were sharing got him there, so... Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, stay with Steve and Ted. We have the latest on the Michigan primary, plus a a day of high wind and prairie fires across Kansas and
2: several other states. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we got Shocker men's basketball tonight on the road. We'll preview that here from Coach Mills coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news, the blur. Yeah, we'll get you all your entertainment news. Looking forward to that at 8.35 this morning. And we have
5: traffic and weather, as always, in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted. On 987
1: and 1330 KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four
4: iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.